Welcome back to the show. I got the little baby Ben boy back in here. How you doing, little turkey? Doing good. Got some good sleep on that fucking awful couch ears and uh, ready it's to crash awful. my car while I'm driving. Damn it. I don't know how to do this. I don't either. You figure it out, though. There we go. That's more manageable. It'll fade out. I got it all set up now. Mm-hmm. It's done. Is this, it? This is how the pros do it. Okay. You can be Mommy Tina, and I'll be... You gonna? I'll be you, Tom. You gonna put a baby in me? Is that? <laughs> Let's start with the topics here. Good love. Okay. So I think uh, I sent you some topics. Did you already have some too? Uh yeah. We, I mean the stuff we kind of were bouncing around. You you really wanted to talk about money and housing and. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving yesterday. So something I've been uh, kind of looking into lately is potentially buying a house. I mean, people always say. Like, you should buy a house. Like, that's, you're throwing your money away on rent if you don't, right? So, I was looking into it. Apparently, it's a little more complicated than that. So, I guess what they were kind of saying is that if you were to buy a house and, like, if you're the kind of person that can't save your money well, Mm. you know, and you're, like, going to pay your bills but, you know, probably piss away the rest of it. Yeah. You should buy a house for sure because that way at the end of the day, you got something. You yeah. got, you know, fucking 200 grand you're sitting on or whatever, you know. Um, whereas if if you're good with your money, then it might actually be a better investment to take that extra money and put it in like a uh, mutual fund that is going to, you know, put it, put it in the stock market and you'll get more money out of that in the long run than your house value. So kind of depends on a lot of things. I think it does. The, I think the yeah. first and main thing would be the housing market itself. Yeah. If yeah. you know a one bedroom, one bathroom little, you know, piece of shit house is going for three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Probably don't want to buy that. They're gonna be wasting your money on that. Yeah. If it's twelve thousand dollars and you know, you have fifty thousand dollars, you fix it up, maybe put an addition onto it, make it bigger, make it worth your money. Right. Then it would be worth buying and then you gotta look at are you okay with where you're renting right now? Can you make renting and owning a house work? And then you just yeah. rent that thing out and that'll pay for your mortgage and then some, and maybe your rent too, if it's, you know, in a better part of town or uh yeah. So it's, it is really kind of dependent on what you have financially and what you're looking to do. Yeah. So you were asking yesterday, your three options were continue renting here, right? Looking at buying something, I, I'm assuming similar in size or lo- yeah. and location. I'd like to have a garage for sure. Yeah. Two car garage, work on the lewd. Yeah, three That's car some man garage. shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got a house that might be for sale out in Illinois. Really? <laughs> yeah, I guess you will. But the other option was looking at living downtown and like okay. a, renting an apartment downtown. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Which might be fun, but it's probably the worst financial decision. You're going to be paying a lot more for a lot less room and space. You're going to not be drive able to have further. You have to, to drive further to work. You're not going to be able to have fucking cool parties. I'd be like, hey, how about we fucking sit down and watch a movie and not scream and play beer pong yeah. at three in the morning? Yeah. That's yeah. true. I like doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, fuck. Um, okay. So, 
you, I guess your girlfriend technically mm-hmm. bought the house. Yeah. You know, so you know how much she put down? It was you a... say something in a mic? Here you go, boy. <laughs> um, Shh, the house was, I think they wanted 89 for it and they negotiated down to 87,000 or something like that. There was a That's ten- really affordable, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's a three bedroom house. The problem is it's only got one bathroom, but two car garage. Pretty nice little yard, especially for our dog. He plenty of room for him to run. Um, the two story or one story? One story. Got a basement or anything like that? No. Okay. Just the ground floor. Yeah. Um, so we have a guest bedroom and office, master bath bedroom, which has a pretty big closet and a vaulted ceiling, but it's got like no master bathroom, which is fine with me. But yeah, it's a uh, kitchen's on the smaller side. Living room is fine. But yeah, it, it's a it's a decent starter house. Like yeah. If it's your first foray into the housing market, it's a it was a nice little investment. Right. I know her. There was like ten thousand dollars put down on it, and I think ten, the rest is mortgaged. Okay. So. Yeah, because that was one of the things they were talking about too. Is um, well, there's a lot of factors to consider mm-hmm. with buying a house. You know. One of the biggest ones is like, are you going to be in that place for, you know, five or more years, Yeah, you know, because there's no point in like, you know, putting down a down payment, and all this shit, and then selling the house in like two years, unless you're doing like major, major like modifications to yeah, it or something, you're flipping you know? it. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know if I'll be here that long. I mean, that's a long fucking time. I never lived anywhere that long, yeah. you know, like since I moved from home at least, you know, so, uh, that's, that's kind of unpredictable, but I guess they were saying financially, it doesn't make a lot of sense unless you're going to put down like 20%, mm-hmm. you know, which I guess is kind of your standard down payment. And, uh, cause then you pay less interest, yeah. you know, and all that, or you could have lower payments and that kind of thing. So, um, and I mean, for, for what I'd be looking for around here, houses are really cheap to mm-hmm. probably be like a hundred grand, you know, give or take. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, I have to put down, you know, freaking $20,000, I ain't got it, <laughs> you know. But so, you could get it, like yeah. you, with all the yeah. wood. You have a couple of good months, and yeah, I mean, I you know, I I could have it, you know, I'm sure within a year, you know. Yeah. So, um, but then it's like, do I want to put down my life savings, you know, and then in two years maybe not want to work there, or live here anymore, or whatever, yeah. you know? So, but I I could put that money in fucking stock market, and that you know. Is a solid investment, unless you know market crashes and you lose all your money. It then doesn't you happen. Even, you don't even have a house then. I looked into it. The Great yeah. Depression, the housing yeah. market that just crashed like five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, no, they were talking about that. I looked into it too because I, I wouldn't want that to happen, right? You mm-hmm. know, and the the problem is that you know the the market tanked. It went down to like half of what it was before, which yep. means you know if you had a million dollars, now you only got five hundred thousand dollars. People panicked. They pulled their money out. Now you took a huge loss. For sure. But if you would have just stayed in it for, you know, four more years, you'd get all that money back and then some. You know, now it's the highest it's ever been. So A lot of the problem with that, though, was people couldn't afford to keep their house. Like yeah, They yeah. couldn't afford to make whatever payments because exactly. the payments were so high. The house was worth so little, so it made more financial sense to sell the thing and move somewhere you could afford to live with. Sure. What little you had at that point. So Yeah. Like my parents have three houses down in North Carolina, and I, they 
the last house they bought was the most expensive one. I think it was like $500,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they bought it the year before the market crashed. And it had been on the, it had been for sale for several years. Like the guy just wanted too much money for it. And yeah. It hit the point where he was like, yeah, fine, whatever. I'll sell. It. I think he wanted like 750, almost 800 for it. And they were like, we'll give you five. And that was where it ended up. Okay. And then like the next year it crashed. And I, I was like, what? If you had waited another year, you could have gotten it for three yeah. instead of five, but right. not my money, whatever. So Then the housing market came back and... Eventually. Like, yeah. The houses that we... We have a house up in Virginia as well, and I think they bought that for, I want to see say, 350 And they bought that back in 1993 or four. And they just paid it off this past year. So now all of the money they're making from that is profit. It's like $1,300 a month. Okay. So that money is now all profit, which is going into, they're, they're taking whatever money, putting a little bit away for repairs on that place if something yeah. happens. And then the rest of it's going to pay for the other two houses. Okay. So if you're, if you're playing the long game, you get something in a suburb where you can rent it out to some rich asshole or you know somebody who's going to be in that area. And let it let it mature basically until right. you, until it becomes profitable. But you also have to have that kind of income that can supplement sure that hit. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I was kind of looking into that too. Like, you know, can you lose all of your money in the stock market? And like, n- no, unless you have it all in like one company stock and that company goes out of business. Yeah. But you know, that's the diversifying your stocks kind of thing you know you have in different industries like if it's just the tech industry then you know if that particular type of product or whatever becomes obsolete then you're fucked you know so that's kind of you know what i was reading about by vcrs yeah vcr stock that's where it's at right now (laughs) yeah exactly real cheap yeah is it supposed to be coming back is that what you're saying no i think like the last company that was making them like stopped a year and a half two years ago yeah, like yeah. We're we're making 10,000 more and then we're fucking done. Yeah, yeah. That's a good call. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do, but I am going to start uh, doing like my 401k yeah. and stuff next year. Like I could do it right now, but it's like I, you know, putting since I've been there, right? I haven't like had extra money to, you know, put towards something like that. But next year, you know, I might. So, yeah. I'm going to start kind of playing the long game. You're definitely you know? not first year struggling like you were. Yeah, that was fucked up, man. That was a tough year. <laughs> you made it, though, and now you're, you're doing good. You got yeah. a new car. You went to Canada. You fucking I didn't go to Canada. Did some stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So hopefully the coming years will be good as well. So, yeah. so I mean, if, if you're going to stay here, your money's just going to keep going up. I think if you stuck it out here for, if you're looking like a, a long 10 years, you could probably afford having a house here in the next year and a half. And if you didn't do anything, you didn't buy anything, you didn't go anywhere, you could probably pay it off. And, you know, again, depending on the price of the house, the next 20 years, you could have it done and paid for. And then move on to wherever you want to go next. Or, I mean, even halfway through that, like a five-year thing, move out, keep it, rent it. Yeah. So it's a it, it, it it's a lot that you know you got to feel out what you're comfortable with financially. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. I'm still new enough into this career of mine that um, 
I don't know if like in a year I'm just going to be like, fuck this. Or if, you know, things are going to get good enough that I'm like, dude, I might be here for five to 10 fucking years or whatever, you know? So yeah. we'll have to play it by ear. Where would you go? Like what? what so the, many places what, I want to go. Well, what job, what yeah. career choice would lead you somewhere where you would be making this much money this early on? I can't think of one. They call that the golden handcuffs yeah. at work where it's like, okay, so after a few years, you know, you start making good money and then then you're fucked because yep. like, what are you going to, you know, go from making like a hundred grand a year to, you know, go take some other job making like, you know, 50 or something. You'd be like, fuck that, you yeah. know, like I'm not changing my lifestyle that much, you know, so I don't know. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different kind of jobs related to like audio stuff and other kind of parts of the industry and, yeah. you know, product development and stuff like that. And I mean, something like that might be kind of cool, For you sure. know, and it's not, it's, I mean, this kind of ties into another topic we want to talk about where it's like, well, what is the point of money? You know, like, what are you working for? Yeah. Why are, you what are you, what's your goals? Yeah. It's not just have the most, you know, stuff. numbers in the bank when you die, Yeah. you know? So it's like, you want to be happy, you know? And, um, I mean, I guess, you know, my reasoning behind it is just, you know, fresh out of college, like, what the fuck else am I going to be doing? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, freelance and doing audio production. I mean, it seems glamorous and like fun, but unless you're like the, you know, top 1% that hits the fucking lottery, it's like, you know, you scrape by and can't pay your fucking bills and, yeah. you know, just. I think the, I, I think at least in today's day and age and, uh, you kind of have to have a huge internet presence. Yeah. You got to be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Yeah. YouTube. You got to be everywhere posting every day, putting new stuff out every day. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's like a full track or something every week, but you got to be busting your ass doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, a lot of those people, that's just their job. That's all they do is that. Yeah. Where if you stick with what you're doing, you could, you could make it like a, not every week, but like every two weeks, you're like, oh, a new track coming out or, you know, doing like a live stream of whatever you're working on or, you know, something cool you figured out or you could even do product review for half of the shit you got here and yeah, be like, you know, listen to how much better it sounds when I press this button or, you know, turn this thing on. Now it sounds like I'm fucking DJing yeah. in Milan for the Victoria's Secret fashion show and I got oh. titties everywhere. Man, that that's a good sound. Yeah, <laughs> good low. Yeah, but like it, you gotta you gotta put a. That's one of those things you. It becomes your life. So it's a. Do you want to go down that avenue? Do you want to sit behind a computer and you know mix or whatever it is you do? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So that's kind of what I thought about is like my end goal. You know, like, and I have so many customers, for instance, that uh like start doing music full time, like in retirement or like, you yeah. know, when they're in their fifties or whatever, like that's what I always wanted to do. I worked my whole life, put my kids in college. Now I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do, you yeah. know? And, uh, okay. Guess what wife we're divorced. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly. You take your fucking cat. I hate that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be a fucking country music singer. Yeah. You know, I mean, chase your dream, you know, especially if you already have like the financial, thing covered where you're like you're good get down damn these claws um so i don't know i think what would be fucking awesome and i have no idea how to make it happen would be if i could 
make a living off of podcasting yeah and like mixing music where people they do all the recording production all that shit they send me the tracks and i do like the the mixing part of it you know sweetening it up make it sound professional like i enjoy that part you know and um there are mixing engineers out there that do that all the time but i don't know if i could find some way to monetize this fucking podcast get anybody to listen to it you need more than (laughs) fucking me and mitch and it's just us to listen to it yeah um but it's fun you know i like it and uh I think if we were to have gotten into this kind of thing like, you know... Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. New. It could be like huge, but fuck, man, there's so many shows now, you know? So, I don't even know like how realistic it is to even, you know, support yourself off the podcast now. One of the... And I I just... I casually follow it. Like, I watch these videos when I'm dropping deuces. It's, you know, Twitch drama... And it's like all of the people who stream either IRL stuff or gaming or whatever it is on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And like, they'll all just beef with each other every once in a while. And that's kind of probably not on the same level, but what I feel like rap and hip hop, when, you know, somebody put out a diss track about somebody, I feel it's kind of like that where it's like, oh, this guy's fighting with this guy and they're just talking shit back and forth, but they're doing it in front of, you know, 20,000 people live and those people are throwing 20 30 bucks at a time at these people and right you can you can make money off of it but you got again you got to be on there every day and you got to be it's like anything you got to be yeah. making waves yeah good or bad as long as you're there's waves people are going to be like oh yeah what's that over there you're still going to be working all day just yeah. in a different way yeah you know? you'll be sitting in here all day instead of over at yeah your fucking cube over over at, at the that place, place. Nice. Look McDonald's. at you. Yeah, that's right. McDonald's where I work. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, another thing that got me thinking is I was I was reading about, you know, the housing shit and this mm. and that and kind of trying to come up with like a, you know, long-term plan, right? And so, I was thinking about like, where would I want to live, right? Because mm-hmm. I think you asked me that and we yeah. are circling back to that fucking 15 minutes later. But, um, so, I was looking up, you know, just stuff online like best countries to live, best cities, this and that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like people always say, of course, like Norway and like Switzerland, those are like some of the highest rated places, like overall quality of life, you know, people just love it there, you know, it's just super nice people and... Good food, lots of shit to see and do. Yeah, you know, beautiful landscape, of course, all that kind of stuff. And so, I was kind of looking into that and I'm one of these people, like I get these these ideas and get excited about them. Yeah. And I was convincing myself, I was like, I should move to Norway. That's what I should do, you know? And I was like, that'd be great. Look, I could do this and this and that and all that. And it's like, I could even open a fucking studio there. It's like, there's probably like not a lot of competition, you know? And um, then uh, I was like, that's a stupid idea. Don't go to Norway. I mean, not it, yet. <laughs> it's a it's a little out there, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, you live your dream. Yeah. So, and then I was kind of thinking, like, well, you know, maybe that'd be like the place to retire to, or something like that. And then I was like, well, that's a pretty long ways off. I don't know uh-huh. if that you know, would even 50 be years from now. It may not even be like a retirement thing. That might be like a once you're established, you're like, and it. it you, I think in this day and age, you need that heavy internet presence. Yeah. And once you have that following, you can say, 
you know, I'm going to be going away for a while and here's why. Because I'm fucking moving to Norway and I'm opening up Pistol's big fat dick DJ studio and I'm going to I'm gonna have the next greatest album ever. Yeah. Like Drake's coming in and he's going to do what I say. He's going to be old by then. Yeah. Oh, well, that that wasn't Drake, was it? That was nope. that was walking. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, ethnicity. I get them. I get them yeah. mixed up. Color. That's racist. Yeah, yeah. I meant to be like, oh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's that still Christopher. No, yeah, just just that. Jesus, I can't stop it anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, I, the long term goal is one thing, the short term goal is another thing, and sometimes those two roads go in fucking opposite directions. Yeah, so you kind of gotta. Figure out what makes sense for you at the time. It's like, what is life? What are we doing here? I don't have any idea what I want to do. Yeah. When I grow up. Yeah. I know. And then it's like, fuck, I am growing up. I'm going to be 28 (laughs) in six months. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'm already an adult. Yeah. I haven't, my big thing is I own a car. Like I'm still making payments on it, but like I own a car. Yeah. Never rented an apartment or a house or bought a house or anything i've never like had to sign that paperwork so i don't really have that sort of experience but yeah you know i've lived all over the world and seen all kinds of shit and met all kinds of people so i have that which a lot of other people don't so it's kind of like well that would lend me more to travel or overseas or government work that sort of thing where my past experiences help me and I don't there's there's nothing out there that I've seen or thought of and gone I want to do that like yeah I want to I want to go skydiving I want to go diving again I want to fucking go shoot a fucking animal and eat it but like yeah you mean like work wise yeah like I I have things I want to do but I don't have like career goals or you know anything I'm looking for I just want to be able to make enough money to not have to worry about making money Sure. Yeah. And that's, if you have that goal or, you know, you just bite the bullet and fucking, I guess I'm going to get a law degree or I'm going to get my master's and fucking whatever. Yeah. I'll go teach at university or I'll work for the state or whatever it is that gets you the money you need to not worry about money. Yeah. But then I feel like just, especially with how American culture is with work, it's, well, that's your job for the next 40 years. Yeah. So right. you can't really jump around. And if you do, you always got to start at the bottom, you know, it's yeah. like, you got to work your way up. It's like, fuck, you know, the, and I, the online thing is where the money's at. Cause they're making, they just make money via donation. That's and sponsorship. They're getting paid whenever they sponsor. They go, Oh, drink this fucking delicious. That soda sucks ass, it's, by the way. It's really good. You just, you don't know it yet. Tell the people what you got there. It's called Zevia. Yeah. So the thing about Zevia is it's it's made with uh, stevia, I guess, yeah. right? And uh, so it's it's like way healthier. Su- way but, sweeter than sugar. None of the fucking poison. Yeah, but it, it is way shittier tasting. That's the downside. But you're not, you know, drinking poison, so. It's. I don't know. There's, there's a trade-off <laughs> there that you're getting. Yeah. I don't like you it. You don't go to the gym like me. It's good. All right. That's what I'm telling myself. Yeah. Well, whatever works for you, man. Yeah. Um, what else we got on this topic? Well, where were we? We were talking about, you know, kind of fucking the whole point of money. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never really even fucking talked about it. We just circled back it's, to it's, jobs and careers and... Yeah, so what is the point of having money? It's like, I guess, my my whole thing is like, if I have money, then I can not have to work and I can travel. That's kind of what I want to do. Yeah. I just want to go all over the place and do shit, yep. you know? And that's that's why I want money. <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason to want money. Yeah. I'm I'm of the same boat. They're on the same boat, and it's like there's there's a lot more out there than this vague town we're sitting in right now. This town is amazing. There's some things here. It sucks. Uh, there's not much here, yeah. but <laughs> like there's less where I'm at right now, and it's yeah. driving me crazy. And I've been there for two years, and I've hated it for forever. And yeah, we're moving back to D.C. here in a week, and gonna fucking have. Three airports that you could throw rocks at, but don't do that. They'll arrest you. Yeah. Um, and they're all international airports. I could go anywhere I want any time of day. There's trains that run to fucking New York City, down to Florida, out to the West Coast. Like, There's options of getting places and how you want to get there. You got a train station there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I don't think we even have one here. Amtrak runs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. How much is that to get to, like, California, a few hundred bucks. Uh, I don't it the train's weird because like you would have to go from DC to like Chicago and then down to like St. Louis and then to you kind of got to jump trains and yeah they only go like five stops. Those five stops may span like eight states, but then you got to okay. get to another one that gets to the where you're trying to go. So. Flying, I think, as far as I've seen, is cheaper and quicker. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I was looking from uh, Champaign, Illinois, to get to D.C., and it was $400, and it was going to take about 28 hours, because you had to go from uh, Champaign to Chicago, and then it was like a four-hour wait for the next train to leave yeah. that goes to New York City, and then you got to get on another one, at, and it's not even at like the same train station. You got to go to a different train station, and then that one goes down, and it's just, it was, it's just a clusterfuck, so yeah. unless you're trying to take your time, it's not worth it. Okay, right. So, but yeah, like I, I'd love to travel and see more. Like Since I moved back from Germany where I graduated high school, it's been almost 10 years. Yeah. And Canada is the first time I've left the country. Yeah. I've seen Me too. <laughs> I've seen several states like since I've been back when I when we would come back we'd stick to the East Coast, Maryland, Virginia, DC, North Carolina. All the exciting ones. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> but you know, since I've been back I've been to uh Colorado, I've been to California, I've been to Washington state several times. Uh, Illinois, Ohio, like all these yeah. Midwest states. And I mean, you know, there's all kinds of shit to see. You just don't know it until you drive through it. Yeah. Except Ohio, don't go there. It's a terror. It's, it's, it's a nightmare. It's not good. Yeah. But it does have Putin Bay. I mean, like, it, it's got that one thing. Yeah. It's like, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you get his money. You, and you do just travel. Yeah. The problem then is, okay, I've got $30,000 saved up. I have a dog. I'll say, hey, mom, you want to babysit my dog for a month? She'll be like, no. Say, okay, you do it anyway. And yeah. She'll, she'll do it. But then do you quit your job to travel? 
because you know how much time off do you do you get at your job because i get a i get a week yeah so it actually changes by year so the first um the first year on the job you get six paid days off okay you know and then there's a couple vacation days or not vacation days like holidays you know but yeah like in terms of vacation days so you get basically a week and one more day you know are those paid days off also your sick days yes okay yep and then year two you get 10 days so that's like two weeks you know and then i'm in september that'll be the start of my third year yeah and then i get 12 days okay so does it does it stop there does it like go up a lot slower it goes up to 20 eventually so it's like when you get when you've been there for like 12 years or 15 years whatever it is at that point then you get like 20 paid days off that's a whole month yeah it's not bad and truth is if you especially that fucking job if you've been there for that long you're making so much money you don't need to go to work yeah (laughs) right like you You can stay home and get paid yeah like you know you're not gonna be and it's commission right so it's not even like we're not getting paid days off you know it's like my customers are paying me you're just getting money for not showing up yeah yeah. You're just limiting the potential because you're not there to make calls. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they're paying us a salary. It's like, you know, customers yeah. are paying, but which then makes it kind of weird sometimes where it's like, well, why can't I just take off for two weeks then? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're not paying me a salary and the customers are paying me a salary, but it's kind of like, well, it's the you're company's not, customers. You're not bringing in more customers for the company. So we're going ah! like, to. Yeah. You don't get that. You leave that alone. Yeah. Put that up. Yeah, that's not good. Where's your dragon? Um, so, um, point yeah. of having money. Did we? I we, still don't we, think we. We want to travel, but then we got to the point of like, well, you, say you do have the money, then what? Yeah. Because we're going to be living in a house that's in my girlfriend's family. So, like, the house isn't going to go anywhere. And financially, it's more or less taken care of. Yeah. We're going to have to pay rent, so to speak, but it's just the whatever to cover the mortgage. Yeah. It's not something crazy. Whereas, you know, if you own a house, you, you like you, you went out and took out a loan and bought a house and, you know, you pay $1,200 a month. Uh-huh. That's going to eat into your $30,000 you have saved up to travel real quick. Yeah. So it's... uh you you put some money aside and go away for three months and then, you know, say you come back and, you know, house is still fine, still paid for. Then what? You go back to your job. It's like, hey, remember me? I fucking left for left you high and dry for three months. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, uh, fucking get out of here. Right. We don't, we don't want you. And then you got to go find a new job. And then it brings in insurance and all that shit. And it, yeah. there, there's a lot of problems with, you know, Monday through Friday. These mics are good. They pick that up. I don't even know oh, what yeah. is that. This is good mics. Yeah. So I mean that's that's an SM57 just so you know. It's, okay. It's like 100 bucks. Yeah. Classic mic used for snares and okay. uh guitar cabinets. This here is an SM7B. This is a Swiss Army knife. Mm. Okay, this is what Joe Rogan uses. Okay. All the big boys, okay? Yeah. Uh, you don't know nothing about that. You get the $100 mic. That's that's like a 350. It's uh, it's four hundred, I think. Okay. Yeah. You get it, you you sell it to me for three fifty. Okay. Okay. Deal. Yeah. Um. So, I was gonna say something about what you were just saying. Okay. So let's say, 
let's say five, 10 years from now, whatever, you've mm-hmm. been smart with your money, you got $100,000 in the bank. Yep. What do you do? You asking just me specifically? Uh, you specifically, what do you do? He's going to be about 10, so he's not going to be all that active. He's going to uh-huh. be getting up there in dog years. Leave him with family or a friend or something, and we fucking, you're like, I'm taking off. Where are you going? Have I gone anywhere since? Or oh, have sure. I, have I just stayed and busted my ass and saved up that money to go? Because like, if these, I'm sure you will have traveled. If I if I have traveled, I'll I'll have probably gone to like my major spots I would want to go to. I really yeah. want to go to Japan. I really want to go see like the more rural parts of India. I don't really care about like the the cities are like a fucking nightmare. Anyways. The overpopulation, but like yeah. you get out into where it's a little more rural, it's not bad. Australia. Thailand, all those kind of like tropical islands. Yeah, I don't like those places. No. Super cheap there. Well, maybe. That's I don't I don't really have any interest in going to anywhere in Africa or South America. Like just none of any of that is ever I'd like to go to Central America. Like like Mexico. Yeah, Costa Rica and you know, all those kind of places. Yeah. I'd like to check that out. Yeah, Mexico too. Um, you know, Cancun, a couple of those kind of places. Yeah. Um, I mean, even like Panama and stuff. I mean, some of those places look fucking awesome, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Australia, yeah. that's way up there. That would be a good one to go to. Do the Australian accent. Oh, I'm Australian, eh? Come on. that's. <laughs> he actually does it pretty good. You don't fucking not... worry about me, Australian accent. What do you know about that there? That's, you ain't never been that's to That's not very Melbourne. good, is it? I think I did a little bit of British there. You, you get, you're getting a little more. <laughs> What's uh, that? You do. You try fucking say son. Uh, then I, I went Irish there at the end. You're I'm all just, over the map. I'm a global man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never been there, but you, you're all over <laughs> it. Well, you put a little bit of that fucking Irish in there, eh? You get your ass Put a little Canadian in there at the end. All right. All the English. So. Don't stop. Um, Australia is the big one for you? It's up there. It's up there. But kind of in, in regard to what I was saying, um, I mean, you wouldn't just take your hundred grand and just travel and travel and travel for two years and piss it all away, right? I mean, you you know, it'd be pretty stupid of you. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, am I look? It kind of depends. Like, am I trying to come back? Like, am I trying to come back to the states and go back to work? You tell me, because I'm not. Like, if I'm if I've saved that money up and I'm going out, you're relocating. I'm I'm getting rid of everything I own. I'm selling my car, the house we may or may not have at that point. I'm you liquidate your assets, throw all that money into a fucking savings account or whatever, and you just go. You live out of a suitcase. It, especially in those Asian countries, clothing and stuff is so cheap because that's where they make all of it. You know, a twelve dollar shirt here is going to be twenty cents there. Yeah. So if you need if you need stuff, you can get it for pennies on the dollar you would be able to get it for here. What it, food is incredibly cheap out there. Like it, everything is just, you know, financially easier out there, especially if you're coming with American money. Yeah. So I mean, if you're if you're going and like balling out in fucking Melbourne or Sydney or something, you're probably not going to It's super expensive You're down probably there. not going to yeah. last very long, but if you yeah. like hang out in Perth or Queensland or, you know, somewhere rural Australia where people have somehow managed to survive long enough to put buildings up. 
You know the locate like the the map of Australia. Queensland is like north. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I think it's the northwest. One. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a tropical place. Yeah, actually, because it's like kind of close to the equator. You know, so yeah, I think that'd be cool. I mean, I I just want to go check those places out, but it's so expensive, man. It's like yeah, and I don't know if I was talking to you or talking to. I might have been sheriff the other day. I was talking to about this, but traveling is kind of financially irresponsible. You know, it's like you're not getting anything back. You're just kind of pissing that money away, you know. Now, back to the original question, what's the point of money, right? You know, it's like that's what you want to do is have new experiences and, you know, enjoy your life and get a new perspective and all that kind of shit. And traveling's like the fucking best way to do that. For sure. You know. I I think the best way, if you're going to go that route, save up some money and then just fucking dip out forever, the best way to do that is while you're saving money, learn as much as you can about things that if you were just going to be a tourist would want to do learn some basic like if you're going to go through south america learn some spanish and some portuguese yeah you don't have to be fluent just enough to translate for whatever americans you come across learn some diving learn some fucking hiking stuff learn learn a little bit you know survival stuff and then like i'm I'm scuba certified. Like I could go dive by myself if I wanted to, but I haven't done it in so long. I'd like to take some refresher courses. And then you go to Australia or any of those Pacific islands and you go find somebody who needs like a part-time dive instructor. You hook up with a company that does tours and stuff and be like, Oh yeah, I got a boat out here that I bought for $30 and made this guy filthy rich in his little fucking mud hut or whatever. Right. And now you've got a boat, you take out these American tourists, they're throwing cash at you because they have the money to, and you, you're working, but you're kind of also doing what you want. Huh. You, you work three days a week taking, you know, guy, his wife and his two kids out and, oh, here's a reef. Don't touch that fish. It's poisonous. You know, oh, put sunscreen on again. It washes off. You do that for three hours, you're spending all that time in the water diving yourself, looking at all this cool shit that you were going to do anyway, but you're getting paid for it. Right. So they do that for hiking or tour guiding or whatever. You learn You learn the language, you make a couple of connections there, you, you work doing what you want to do, which I think is kind of the concept mentally anyway here. Oh, do what you love. Well, you love music, you love making it, you love yeah. listening to it, but you're kind of selling you're selling stuff and not really making or in the creation of the music for sure hands-on so like i can't i know the money is tantalizing but you're not exactly doing what fulfilling yeah yeah Yeah. so like if you can find a way to still make that money selling that stuff but also you know have that internet presence while you're making music that would be a yeah exactly you're building your brand while you're still having a decent income yeah yeah that's kind of what i thought about too is like you know whether i'm here for you know two more years or freaking five or ten or whatever it's like i know that i should be also kind of like kind of diversifying my life you know yeah. that like i build something else up you know for sure because i mean who knows man something could happen my job might go away or something you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah it'd be nice to be able to like kind of slowly transition into you know something else whether it was I mean, pro- I don't think I'll ever have a way to like monetize podcasting or anything and not at this rate, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, whether it was something 
else involved in music or I don't know, something else that was interesting to me, you know? Yeah. I mean, like personal training is, is something I fucking love too, you know, like any Dude, kind of fitness stuff. I mean, I mean, I'm super into that. I, you're always telling me, you know, fucking get off your ass, you lazy piece of shit and go yeah. to the gym. I hate you. I should, you know what I should do? I should like write a book or something, you know, like write a, uh, like a fitness book or, you know what I should do is come out with some stupid fucking workout dvd or some fucking product that you stand on and move back and forth yeah that's where the money is nobody's gonna get results but that's that's where the money is like like yeah no this is good you do 20 minutes of sit-ups and you're fucking gonna be it's called the chocolate diet eat chocolate every day it's good for you especially with lots of fucking sugar in it try this one weird tip to lose 30 pounds fast people are getting fucking rich you should make those lists those like the 30 best ways to fucking improve your calves or something. Yeah. And then you, it's like a slideshow, but every you have to hit next to go to the next page. So that counts I as hate a page click. Things. So you're making ad revenue 30 times as opposed to just yeah. once if it's all on one page. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they get you. This thing's driving me fucking oh, crazy. Yeah. It's like, I want to see the last thing, but. And it starts at the high number and works its way down. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the top 10, whatever. And you're like, Ugh. I want to find out, yeah. but I don't want to click all these fucking websites, you know, so. Yeah. Um, the other the other problem, like, I meant to talk about yeah. this when you're like, oh, I'm going to move to Norway. A lot of Europeans, and especially the Scandinavian, are real into music production and engineering and stuff. There's a lot okay. of yeah. There's a lot of that, especially like EDM and dance yeah. music and stuff up there. Right. They got DJs and musicians or Okay. They're they're all yeah. over the place. So right. it's it, not you, just going to be me. You you may you may be fucking jumping into uh yeah. a pool full of fucking Yeah. Well, see, and something too with with like the music industry is that recording gear mm-hmm. has become so cheap now, you yeah. know, like this setup here, I could I could make a fucking platinum album with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and this is not like couple grand worth of stuff you know what yeah. i mean whereas it used to be like you had to go to a you know hundred thousand dollar two hundred thousand dollar studio to get anything done like yeah. that you know and uh so really now the money is in selling people this shit yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah yeah you're gonna have the next grammy i swear if you buy this thing yeah yeah you know so i mean it's kind of anywhere you go there's always going to be well i know a guy who has a studio up the street and he only charges you know 10 bucks an hour and it's like well, he doesn't know what I know, yeah. you know, and like... Did he go to school for it? Yeah. Or is he just some asshole? Yeah. But even then, I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't go to school for it that are like really fucking good, oh, yeah. you know, so... Yeah, I don't know. Kind of getting into like the recording industry and starting a studio sounds fun. I just don't know if it's like... It's hard to make it, you know, yeah. and be successful at it, so... Well, follow me on this this train of thought, and it's something mm-hmm. I just kind of came up with here. Okay. You're in good shape. Your cardio shit. You should do some CrossFit. It's good for you. Fuck oh, off. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Anybody who does CrossFit and has arm tattoos is fucking. That's bad. right. Wait, I don't have one. I don't have one for the sheriff. Oh. Can you I need just to get like some? All right. So uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. That was not that the was right that... one. <laughs> I don't have one for sheriff. So. Um, so you've you've got the physical strength component of it. And then you've got the musical, and you've got sound engineering degree. Okay. 
How do those things make money? Together? Yeah. They don't. They do. Okay, tell me. You got to join the government. Okay. It, if they're tapping lines and listening to stuff and making equipment that can hear you, you know, mouse fart three miles away, you could be in on that. Overseas doing What's cool What's to do with fitness? What are you talking about? Because you got to be in shape. Like, especially if you're going to be in like an agency or something, they, okay. there's like, there's like fitness requirements and stuff. Okay. Not, not like army. There's an interesting twist. Yeah. You got, you look into it. They got a lot of, there's a lot of technology stuff in there. Yeah. Where you may not have the, oh, I know how to make a fucking circuit board, but like I can separate this sound wavelength and this one, and this is yeah. the one you need to hear, but they got like five other things over it. And I, I know how to separate all that so you can hear what the fucking yeah, right. guy's saying. Yeah, you know what's actually cool? Um, One of my mentors from college, he said back when, you know, before he was like a professor, um, you know, he was like freelance and doing stuff. And he said a really cool gig that he found was doing like, uh, like sound editing work for like lawyers' offices. Okay. And like people would have like sound clips and recordings and shit. Like he actually, um, he did a, audio restoration for some uh it was like some like mobster dudes they had like a hidden microphone and like we're recording these guys doing like all this you know illegal shit they were all talking about it you know like you killed that guy yesterday he's like you know i killed that guy yesterday yeah it was shit like that you know like there's all kinds like crooked you know stuff that they were doing with business and stuff and but there's all kinds of noise and people walking around people laughing and this and that and it's like it's mm-hmm. it's really hard to understand anything yeah but you know we have the tools to like go through and edit out Clean those out. other things and make where you can hear the guy clearly say things you know yeah. and um so that was kind of cool he's like dude he's like they fucking paid me a shit ton of money to do that too oh yeah because they're just billing the fucking clients or the government or whoever you know yeah. whoever it is and uh you know, I think I think there was one he was doing for like some couple that was getting divorced or something, and somebody had recorded the other one, and you know, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You I know, mean, it may not be making music, but you're still using all of that knowledge you yeah. have to get a final product. Yeah, and, and you know, staying sharp with the skills. Yeah. in general, you you're know? not going to get a Grammy, but you're going to get a big fat paycheck for you know, yeah, helping that guy whose wife was cheating on him. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, I mean, do you want the money or do you want the fucking, I made that and, you know. Yeah, see, <clears throat> I don't I'd take know. the money and go do stuff because, like, yeah. it, it, it's fun doing that whole process, but at the end of the day, you're still sitting in four walls. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, I guess the kind of thing to think about is um, kind of like some of my customers that I was saying, like, they work their whole lives. They save up all this money. And then when you get to where like, you're like, I hit my financial goal. I have enough money to retire right now. Then you can go do whatever the fuck you want. Then, then you could open a studio and yeah, which I mean, it sucks. Cause then at that point, maybe you're fucking old, but and nobody's you know, going to bang you. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's, that's a downside for yeah. sure. You know, you retire now and then make money later. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you could, uh, I guess you don't have the financial pressure of, like, having to succeed at it, you know? Yeah. You just do it for fun or whatever. Yep. And, I mean, that's cool, too, but fuck, man, to just, like, write off 40 years of your life as, like, that was the time I was saving doing something I didn't like. Like, you I know? was, in in your position, you're spending all this time calling people, selling them things, which they're, in turn, 
using to, you know, not all of them are going to make it big, but, you know, yeah. maybe one guy's going to go out on like a local three city tour and have, you know, the best month of his life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you were part of it, but, you know, not yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. And, kind of, you know. So, all this being said, let's go to LA. Okay. When? Um, it's nice there year round. So, when's the rainy season? It's like I guess uh, I heard Bill Burr talk about it on yeah, his podcast I'm today. To he said like when... February. Okay. He's like he's like it rains in like February and then that's it. So I was like, all right. So you want to kind of avoid those months after it because that's when all that shit dries out and everything's on fire. It's a good point. Yeah. So like, well, because I went out there in April. Did you? It was fucking that was amazing. when those fires were going on, wasn't it? I think they were like north of the city, kind of up in the hills. But there's always fires going on. I don't even fucking know. Well, yeah, it's because that rain comes in, everything blooms like immediately, and then yeah, dries out again, and then you know somebody fucking flicks a cigarette, and right half the state's gone. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know because I mean that was that was. April 2017, yeah. I went out there, so I don't fucking know. Well, my my big thing right now is I'm moving in a week, so I need to get back. I need to get there and get my job started and find out what my time off is going to look like because when I was there, it was like a, mo- a week, but I kind of would cover shifts and shit, and he would just be like, oh, yeah, just take that day off or, you know, you only have – you've taken you, – you got five days, but, you know, you know, take two extra days just work this weekend shift for me uh-huh. he, he's super flexible with you know letting me get away for several days or you know longer periods of time so i think i think we can make it work here soon okay so in september i'm going home yeah and you know, i haven't been there in fucking six months crazy but which i guess yeah i think it'll be like seven Christmas. at that point i haven't so. been back since yeah Oh, shit. Really? It's been that long? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, the only thing that are out there are my parents. Yeah. And our friends. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Those assholes. Yeah. They, so, they're not going to hear this. Well, I'll, I'll go home. You. Yeah, I'll go home in September. And then, I mean, I could go somewhere in October and then maybe early November, but like late November through early January. No go. That's like super busy season. Not only you can't go, but you shouldn't want to go because that's yeah. when the money's coming in. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? So I want to be there for that. Um, but I mean, I was talking to Sheriff, and uh, we were talking about taking like a uh, like Cancun vacation or something yeah. in like January, like middle of winter, fucking freezing and snowing up here. We get off this plane, tropical paradise. Yeah. So it doesn't even have to be Cancun, but somewhere like that. There's a lot. My uncle goes to Mexico sometimes five times a year. Really? Yeah. Wow. He he's super super Jewish, so he finds like the best deals. Really? Online. He goes down. He was telling me he knows he finds his websites, and there's like this one place he goes to, and he just waits until they put the sale out, and we'll just go to that place because they have you know five different restaurants and they have live music or like a stage show or something good some form of entertainment but they also have the beach and yeah, it's, yeah. it it's right by the city and you kind of don't go into the city you just there's nothing out there it's where like the actual people yeah. live you just kind of stay on the resorts 
and he goes for like 500 bucks for like a week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's flight, that's room and food and ever like everything is paid for at the hotel. Drinks, food. You talk to everything. this guy. I mean, I'll find out. He find his deals because yeah. um, I think when Sheriff went down there, he stayed at like a really nice resort, like probably nicer than I'd want to stay at because yeah. I'm, I'm not fancy, you know, but I think it was like... I don't know, nine fifty or something per person, and it was like all expenses paid yeah. while you're there, you know. So I was like, well, "That's not too bad," you know, because um, I mean, and that I think that was the flight and everything, you know. So yeah. that's that's not too bad. But when I was looking it up before, I mean, you can get like a round trip flight for like three fifty, but like I'd have to go all the way to Chicago, you know. Yeah. So like I got to fucking drive three hours and then three hours back and park my car and you know all that kind of shit's kind of a hassle. But I do it to go to this Cancun. So we could do that. And I, not that this has anything to do with anything, but while my uncle was there, he was there during a season where the sea turtle eggs hatch. And there was okay. like a, he, he had seen it, seen a couple of them like crawling out like 20 feet away from him. And he went and he got somebody. He's like, Hey, there's some sea turtles that are hatching right here. And nobody's like around. Cause like, usually they're out there like shooing off the seagulls and making sure they at least get into the water. Yeah. And he's like, there's just a massacre over there. You, you know, get some people out there. And he's like, yeah, somebody's coming. We know about it. They're coming. And he's standing out there, like, waiting. And after about an hour, nobody showed up. Or no, somebody showed up. And then he's like, just some Mexican, you know, guy that's working for the Ministry of Health or whatever, whatever environmental health or whatever it is. And he's like, dude, I'm the only one here. He's like, can you help me? And he's just picking up all these baby turtles and they're carrying them out like waist deep into the water and putting them away. And you don't get to do that in Fort Wayne. It's a good point. Or wherever else you live. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just see. Get those cool. Like doesn't happen every time, but sometimes some cool shit happens. So to the original question, we go to LA. Yeah. Here's my plan. I go home in September. Okay. I say, October. We go to this LA. I got a wedding I got to go to in October. And Where? I have a wedding I got to go to in March. Where is this wedding? In Maryland. That's super close. It's at the end of March. It's like, it's camping trip, basically. So so can you go, you can't go in October is what you're saying? I mean, I can go in early October, but okay. it's still going to be kind of nice. We go to LA. About February. That's so far away. But it's cold then, and it won't be there. We talking about Cancun or LA? Either. Okay, because I'm talking about going to both. Yeah. October, we go to LA. Okay, I see what you're saying. January, February, we go to Cancun. I could definitely make the first one probably work. The problem is, is I may have to go to Germany for Christmas, which... Family stuff. You you can come with because it's. I'm gonna be fucking out and about. We'll talk. We'll maybe, talk about that. Maybe once it once it gets closer, I'll be like. Well, you won't be able to because you got work. Yeah, it's a good point. Stupid job. Stupid money. What's the point of having money if I can't go to Germany over Christmas when it's nice? Yeah, it's nice all the time, but like. I bet. I mean, it probably gets cold as shit in Germany sometimes, yeah, right? It snows. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a geographer. Is that a thing? Geographer? Yeah. Okay. Somebody who studies geography. Okay. <laughs> it's like, did I make up that word? You yeah. didn't. Geographist? That one's made up. Okay. So, um, 
What other topics do we have? I think we're still like we've tied like a couple together. I mean, that was the one we talked to or talked about, and then there was let's go to L.A. Yeah. And then you have strip clubs buying a house in VR porn. I think <laughs> I think two of those were for sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've only been to strip clubs for work, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, you ever watch this VR porn? Have we talked about that? You told me you did it once and it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. It's kind of grown on me. I was thinking about doing it because I got, but I got a new phone and I haven't set up like any of the yeah. VR stuff on it. I don't Does know. Does that work that, with your. I'm not sure. Okay. I got an adapter for like the micro USB to whatever the new thing is, but I don't know if it'll like fit Physically in fit in there. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works either. Plus, my girlfriend's coming back in two days, so I'll do it tomorrow. Find out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I don't know. I um, Especially at first, like the first time I, I used the VR porn, I felt kind of weird about it afterwards. I was kind of like, like is, that, is that weird, you know? But the more I've thought about it, no, it's not weird. because Is it, it's is like, it just like point of view porn? Yeah. Okay. But it's like, dude, I mean, you look all around and like, it's like... Everywhere. It's about as close as you're going to get, you know all what right. I mean? So, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I felt kind of weird about it at first. Like, like I don't know if that's the kind of thing people would understand, you know, like if you try to tell me, like, yeah, I was, I was like watching VR porn, like getting into it, you know, but it's like, it's, what are you going to look at your phone or a laptop screen or something in 2D? It's even you crazier. Gotta, you got to think about it though. 20 years ago, people were going to a business and giving money to somebody for porn yeah i mean that dude knows you're going to jerk it and he's cool with it yeah that's crazy it's it's, it's just a thing and it, i mean i think yeah. it's become a little more private yeah especially with just the the insane amount of access to it yeah you don't you can't really avoid it yeah like you just be on some other site, and then on the site it's like you like hot girls with tits. I'm like, Phew. I mean, most of the stuff yes. on like Instagram and Snapchat is it, it, it the least soft core porn. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fucking terrible. You can't you can't get away from it. I mean, I'm not trying to, but yeah, yeah. Oh, a little piece of my soul just goes out the window every time. Every time you see one of those things, mine goes into oh, such like, an innocent kid. Whatever you know? rag I'm using, but good <laughs> love piece of your soul right in a rag, Jesus. Um, so, uh, I think that's about all we got on yeah. VR porn. It's not a, it's not a deep topic. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot to that one. You should, have you looked into the peripherals? Uh-uh. Oh, they got things. The, it's the, it's these crafty Japanese that are coming up with it too. They've got like, yeah, they got like <laughs> fleshlights that move and stuff. Like there's whole systems they have. Fleshlights where, that move. Yeah. Like they've got. I don't know what in it, but it moves like it's stroke and vagina. Yeah. Okay. I got like prosthetic, like a torso that you, you can like sit on top of you or fuck or whatever you want to do with okay. it. That's got tits on it and stuff. And it's, they've got, they've got things that you can use that supplement the VR. It incorporates into the VR somehow. Yeah. Okay. I think with that stuff, it's like a little more on the anime porn side of stuff. It's not like a, they're like super into that. Over oh there. yeah. That's it's a, a thing. It doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Yeah, I don't know. You like it? I mean, I've looked at it. Okay, <laughs> so you kind of dodge that. I'm like, yeah, it's not for everybody. I'm like, you like it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I as I've gotten older, it's become much less. Like when I was 
early teens i was super into it but like really? i was also super into anime and stuff so that was kind of like my whole life it was playing video games or i'm watching anime or yeah I'm watching anime porn I'm, i miss the old days when uh you could just you could you didn't have to even watch porn you could just see like like a girl in a movie who was attractive and dude you'd be like fucking fired up oh, yeah. you know nowadays you could show me some shit and i'll just be like <sighs> she's getting tag team just like she didn't have the right hair color and i don't like that position i'm not interested yeah, yeah exactly i don't like that camera angle it's yeah. not even not even showing the good stuff or <laughs> whatever you know yeah piece of your soul right out the window um i thought we had a couple other you were you were real stuck on the house and buying there's a lot to that one yeah yeah I, we covered a lot of it i think considering neither of us really know anything about it Okay, so let's elaborate on this a bit more. Yeah. You know anything about 401ks? I have one. Okay. Are you investing in it? Yeah, I've put... We th- talked about this it, briefly. We, we talked about yeah. it at Old Timmy's. At we Old Timmy's. We didn't, we didn't podcast about it. Okay. So I've got a 401k through my work, and they have like a 5% match. So if I'm putting 5% of my paycheck into it, they're also putting 5% into it. So... So, do you mean they're 100% matching what you put in if you do 5%? They're matching 5%. Like, they'll, they'll put 100% of the 5%. Yeah, so, yeah. it's like, if I'm putting $50 in, they're putting $50 in. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I have, like, it, it, I've only been with the company since last October. So, I think I have almost $2,000 in it. Yeah. Which, you know, isn't a lot. But it's it's a start. Sure. And I, like, I have this app on my phone so it's uh i was kind of explaining it to you but it's it, it's basically a an investment sort of and as far Which as my understanding numbers don't add up but yeah that's okay yeah as far as my understanding goes it's a 401k ish thing you they invest your money into different companies and stocks and stuff yeah. and you know by the end of it all you can you have money hopefully right so it, it's a it's a supplemental thing. It's not like it shouldn't be your main one. Right. You're diversifying. You're putting some money here. You're putting some money there. You're putting some money there. Right. So you know, if one of them goes under, you're not totally fucked. Yeah, right. But I have it. I have a 401k through my work, and they match. And it, the way I understand it is you can take that money out at any time, but you're not supposed to. Like the concept is you leave it alone. Right. And... If you switch jobs or move to a job that has a 401k, you can move that money over to your new companies. Yeah. But I, I'm i not HR. I do not know all that much about it. So your your 401k, for instance, mm-hmm. or mine that I'm going to be doing here in the future, now is that just put in like, a, like some kind of mutual fund, obviously, right? I mean, somebody's calling the shots on what stocks this is going into, right? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so I've been reading about this in... You know, there's like online calculators, which yeah. are kind of cool. You know, not only you could say like, okay, so let's say if, you know, I get 10% per year, which I guess the historical average is about 12%. Mm-hmm. Some years it's way worse. Sometimes it actually has gone down a bit, but some years it's up fucking 30 something percent, you know, yeah. it's like all over the place. Um, but overall average is about 12% growth, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you play in the long-term game, you should get good growth, you yeah. know? And um, so, but it also had like a calculator where you could put in like, so let's say that in 2012, I put 
$10,000 and then what would I have now? Yeah. And it's like, it's going up a fucking lot, you know? And like every, every year that you put before that, if you give it enough time, cause you know, stock market's so good right now that like anything is worth more than it would have been, you know? Yeah. And, um, it's not a good time to invest. It's a good time to have invested. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, even like last year, if I'd put 10 grand into it, I'd have like, you know, 11 and some change or something. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty awesome for not doing anything, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, that's, that's cool. Um, and you know, if you're talking about putting six figures in there, those numbers start meaning even more, you know? Yeah. But at that point they don't mean as much because you have six figures to throw around. Yeah. It's so a good it's point like, too. So it's like, Oh, I made $60,000. Whatever. Yeah. It's like I wipe my ass with that. Whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. So that's a good, uh, good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. the other thing you got to think about, there's I don't remember how <clears throat> how they do it, but there's also a pre and post tax investment, so you can pay, you can put that money in. If you put it in pre tax, when you take it out, it's taxed. So if the tax rate's crazy high when you retire or are ready to take it out, they could take you know ten fifteen percent as their tax. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you pay tax now. That, that's your money that nobody can touch down the line. Well, see, I guess the thing to think about that way is pre-tax, you could put more in there, yep. thus earn more on that money, even if you end up having to pay higher taxes. I, li- I was listening <clears throat> to somebody that, that's like a, a finan- um, investment guy, uh-huh. and he said it doesn't matter. It's, it's it's like a wash. Yeah. Either way, you're going to come out kind of the same. Okay. I, th- I think it's that one of those radio guys where people call in or like, I have this much money and I invested in this and I'm not sure if I should do the pre or post tax. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Right. It's, it, it, it doesn't matter. You're going to pay tax. You're going to pay it. <laughs> and yeah, if you like, if you put the money in pre-tax, whatever you would have made, Post tax doing the same thing, you would end up having paid in tax. So it doesn't okay. it doesn't matter. I kinda I think I would prefer to do it post tax then, because that way I know what I actually have. Yeah. Instead of always being like, Well, I man, I have, you know, four hundred thousand dollars or whatever, and then it's like, well, after tax and you know, it's like just don't even worry about that. Yeah. It's fucking done. That you would know? that would be my thing too. It's yeah. like it's just one less thing to worry about or one thing to keep in the back of your mind. It's like yeah. I need four hundred thousand dollars when I retire. I've got $400,000, except I don't. Right. And now right. I got to work at fucking Ace Hardware or, you know, some other small, you know, yeah. part-time job to make sure I have ends meet. Yeah, yeah, it's, right. It's fucked. Yeah, it's, money's hard. It is. It shouldn't be. I never gave a shit about any of this stuff yeah. until like a year ago. So you had to. Yeah, now I'm kind of like, like, especially I'm watching other people, like, buying houses and this and that like oh you're throwing your money away on rent like this and that all i'm doing my 401k i'm like what am i supposed to do yeah. somebody tell me what to do <laughs> mine fuck seemed like she knew a lot about what she was talking about yeah I yeah, would, yeah i mean yeah she's 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 looked into that stuff um, oh so you know what i got a sound for her you drive a piece of shit from 1991 yeah she knows <laughs> she's, she's aware she of- was right about that <laughs> so but um, I, it sounds like she's a good person to talk to and kind of listen to. Um, my my theory on renting is you're paying somebody else's mortgage. Why don't you just pay your own? Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. I totally understand that concept too. Um, but I guess from what I was reading, 
your your qualifications for buying a house should be you plan on being there for five or more years mm-hmm. and you have 20% to put down. That's kind of the thing to do is what I, I was hearing. So. I think if you have the money to put down, I think how long you're planning on staying there doesn't really matter. Right, I th- right. I think if you're going to buy fully furnished or like uh, something that was just renovated, it, it doesn't matter because like if you're like, okay, I'm here for two years, but now, now you're fucking guy out in california working for disney's like hey i got a fucking engineering job you want it right you're like no i'm gonna stay here forever right no you're going out there then you just put a fucking for rent sign in the yard yeah now this is this becomes a long-term investment property yeah yeah i don't know i know what you're paying in rent here but i don't know the people who own it if they own it outright or if they're paying a mortgage on it but like in our house down in Illinois, our uh, monthly um, mortgage payment is like $560. Okay. That's yeah. for the mortgage on the house. So if we pay that every Which month. Which is less than what I pay for rent here, yeah. right? So, And if we're paying that every year for 30 years, that house will be paid off with when I'm 50. Okay. Right. 60. Whatever. Um if you do that here and they never kick you out or the house doesn't, you know, burn down or whatever, you could pay that money. You're paying how much? 700 here. 700 here every year until you're 65 and then they kick you out and now you just have all your shit in a box. Yeah. Well, the tricky thing too is that rent's going to go up and up and up. I'm not going to pay 700 forever whereas your mortgage stays the same. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like in in five years, I could be paying a thousand bucks a month for the same place or more, you know? Yeah, sort of. Like okay. they, they they can increase or decrease rent. Usually, if you're taking good care of the house and they don't have any problems, they decrease it or you know, it, at the very least, don't increase it. Yeah. Um, it also depends on the area. I don't really know what's going on here. Um, I know out in D.C., property is just it's worth its weight in gold and then some. I know yeah. out in California, especially the LA, San Diego, San Francisco area, same thing. It's yeah. just, it's worth money. Those places are expanding rapidly. That's where business is being done, both yeah. government side, private sector side. Like that. That's just where it is. So it's kind of a, if you buy now or you had bought 20 or 30 years ago, it was cheap, but it's still expensive compared to what it is today. Whereas out here, I don't, as I don't know the area. I don't really know what's going on around here. There's no major sports teams that are really right. doing any good, like the Colts and the Pacers. Yeah, and then in Chicago, you've got two baseball teams, a hockey team, and a football team. Basketball, Bulls. Who? Chicago Bulls. Bulls. I thought you said pools. I was like, no. What? Yeah, the Bulls. But yeah. like, none of those teams are good. Right. Like, there's not a major sports franchise even nearby where you could go, I'm going to buy this plot of land and then put a big fucking house on it because, you know, in five years when they're a dynasty, this place is going to be worth money because people are going to want to live around here. There's something to do. Okay. So, I mean... If anything, while they suck, might be the time to do it. Because, I mean, they might be good in five or ten years, right? Yeah, but, like, 
it, it's a risky play. If nothing <laughs> is going like it, it, I've seen it all over Illinois, like there's all of yeah. these just big towns <laughs> that have like at one point had a hundred thousand people in it and now have like fifteen hundred. It's just the numbers cut in half as living rural becomes more of a challenge. Because if if you live in one of those towns now, you're a farmer. Like that's what you do. Because right. there's nothing else there. There's not even like a corner grocery store. Or okay. Anything. Like there's a lot of these towns that if you want something like a cold soda to drink, there's a Coke vending machine out in front of what used to be the fucking grocery really? store. Yeah, it's. It's dead across the state. And a lot of these places were built up because the trains ran through it. Right. And now the trains don't fucking matter anymore because of airplanes and trucks and stuff. So it's uh, they're just dying off. These towns are going away left and right. But there's all of these crazy looking huge brick buildings that people used to do business and live in. And right. There's just nothing there anymore. So it's a I don't know where this town stands as far as if it's growing or if it's declining, it seems like it's a, it's growing pretty good from what I'm hearing. I mean, and when I was, you know, moving here and I was learning about the city and all that stuff, like everybody was like, dude, buy a house right now. Cause you know, this and that's happening. They're building up downtown and they have done like some major stuff down there. I mean, the new stadium and I think they're building like a new, like some kind of like uh, music venue arena soon. And um, that stuff's going to make, property worth more yeah you know? i think so. then the trick would be if you're if you're going to find out where the things aren't so great and find out which way the gentrification is going and then buy there yeah you know, it may be not great right now it may not be great in three years but maybe in five years they've hit that that street right and now you got some hipster with fucking bank yeah right throwing money at you because it's a whatever you do to it. It's a, it, what he's looking for. Okay. Right. Like, uh, in, in DC, I know there was, I was, this house was always for sale kind of where it's like two streets back where there's like just this row of bars and the street with all the bars. It's just fucking curly mustaches. As far as you can see, really? fucking <laughs> white people everywhere. Yeah. There's a street and those white people don't go past that street. Okay. That's, that's where it get It's, subsidized housing and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a very black and Latino community beyond that. Okay. And it, DC's dangerous in some parts. It's sure. just like any big city, South side of Chicago or you know, yeah. downtown LA after the sun goes down and yeah, it's just not safe to be out, especially by yourself. And this house was like for sale for a million dollars. That was what it was listed for on their website. Since then, that the gentrification of that area has pushed out so far. Like that house is now totally within like the 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 white friendly zone without being too offensive. Okay, right. And is worth I think about three times what it was. Really? Yeah. In a period of how many years? Five or six. Really? Yeah. Jesus. It's, it's you, you you could buy that house and you could knock it down and put like a fucking apartments or something like nice apartments yeah yeah they i've seen a lot of those actually in dc there's a lot of um european style housing where it's a bedroom a small bathroom a small kitchen a big living room and like a deck that kind of 
comes off of the living room <clears throat> and it's all glass and it's hardwood and just very, it, if you saw it, you'd be like, that's fucking weird looking. But if I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, it's a fucking Norwegian styling or you know, okay. whatever. It, it just, it looks out of place if you haven't seen it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like if you go down the street right here, there's all those apartment buildings. You're uh-huh. like, yeah, those are fucking apartment buildings. Right. So, I mean, you could put something like that in and have a foreign national in there that the government's paying for it. And you can just like, I want $8,000 a month for your apartment. Okay. Fucking here's your three months in advance. Right. So, I mean, it's a, if you're going to buy, find out where it's going to be good and then, you know, save up, fix it up, clean it up. And then when it's time, rent it for the, for the money or just flip it for the money. I don't know what to do. So this this is what it's looking like, Ben. Maybe next year. Mm-hmm. Me me save up this down payment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then hopefully by then I'll have a better idea of like how long I think I might be around here, right? Yeah. And then maybe me me put this down payment on his house with a fucking garage. Then I start pouring money into the prelude. Okay, because that's an investment if I've ever seen one. That's a diamond in the fucking rough. How, mu- how much is like a <clears throat> fully restored, souped out one of those going for like right now? Two or three grand. <laughs> say a couple of rocks and a <laughs> yeah. bag of lemons. It's still early. Well, I mean, the thing is, um, yet again, what are we working for, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that car, not only because it has, you know, an emotional attachment, you know, to me, sentimental value, but... Um, you don't see those cars, you know, like a fucking 91 prelude, you know, like there's, there's a reason for that though. Like, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> those were like, at the time it wasn't a shit car. You got to understand. Oh, I'm sure that, it was That had like, that was like fucking high end Honda shit at the time. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, had, it's pretty damn fast compared to other cars there too. You know, I had like some cool engine well, stuff. I'm looking at the preludes right now and the. The, you said the 92s were when they switched over and yeah. they look completely different. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's a totally different engine everything. It's is different for sure. Um but yeah, so that's like it's like a it's kind of it's going to be a classic car one day. It's, I'm not saying that people are going to be like now that is equally as good as an old muscle car, but it's like an old car that you're not going to see so it's going to get more and more rare over time is kind of my point. So I, I think unless it's like a DeLorean, it's not going to be worth okay. the metal we'll it's made of. We'll see. Yeah. I don't plan on selling it anyways. Unless you know somebody I mean? makes so, like a, yeah. an early 90s movie where yeah. it's like, oh, we're traveling back in time. Look at that crazy car. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. That thing's never going to be worth I had an idea to do that because, like, you know, I, t- I told you the other day, that, like, you know, it'd be awesome to, like, make a movie. Yeah. And I thought about, like, man, what if I did, like, a early 90s, like, setting, you yeah. know? I'd have a car for it at least yeah. done, you know? So, it'd have to not look like a piece of shit, though. It'd have You'd to have look to like it was new. Polish it. Yeah. So. Get a new battery for it. Yeah. That's, God, it's so expensive. Those batteries cost a fortune. Yeah. So. Um, and then I'm going to... Uh, work my youth away okay yeah and uh then eventually i'll have enough money um where i can pay for my treatments for my heart failure that i'm gonna have well i'm gonna rain on your parade a little bit you're already old you hurt your back on a trampoline yesterday to be fair 
That was harder than I expected. Oh, yeah. Like, I've jumped on many a trampoline, but I guess it's been a while. Yeah. And I, maybe I'm heavier than I was at the time, you know? So, like, yeah, dude, if you land with your back, like, a little a little out of whack, dude, you come down real hard and you're like, oh, Jesus, you know? That's not good. Yeah. So, that, that, that basketball thing's harder than it looks, too. Oh, yeah. It takes, would, like, some serious projection I, of where you're going to go. I kept getting know? afraid, like, on that second bounce, I'd come up right... Like yeah. to the proper height, but like I was either head too far it. back or I was going to break my neck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No good. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was cool. No, I'm glad we did it. Um, what other topics do we got? Fucking nothing? We covered all of the ones we had and the ones for Sheriff. Yeah. Fucking VR porn. All right, so uh, thanks for being on the fucking show here. It's always a pleasure. Last one for a while. Yeah, it probably will be. Um, you just bring all this stuff when you come hang out there, and we'll do it. I'm not bringing all this stuff. You bring some of it. Yeah, I mean, I I can't bring this, <laughs> you know. But I mean, I really, you could do a podcast from like like a phone, you know. So well, we've got the basement space for it, like to set up. We're gonna make it like a media room. It's gonna have. We're gonna get a projector for like TV and Xbox and movies and stuff. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna buy some. Speakers, some like nice speakers that, you know, especially if there's like a good deal and I know somebody who can sell them to me. Yeah, I don't know. Good luck with that. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it nice. So you can make your ass nice if you wanted. Yeah. So uh, thanks for being on the fucking show. Yeah. Psychedelic music. Woo! It's in reverse. You see what I did? Oh yeah, I hear it. Now. Yeah. That's the same intro, just in reverse. Yeah, that makes sense because it's the end. Hey, we'll uh, we'll miss you, little Ben boy. You uh, you be good in DC. I'll come party though. All right, I'll, I'll come party too. Yeah. All right. Uh, fucking later. Eat it. <laughs>